0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, August 14th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Brad Johnson. Brad, how you doing?
1: Uh, Pretty good today. How about you?
0: I'm doing all right. Doing all right. We had a little bit of a shift swap going on this week, and uh, you and I are now recording a Friday episode, which is not typical but it shouldn't be a thing. Uh, You got any big weekend plans coming up?
1: Uh, Not too much. Uh, I think I mentioned on Tuesday, dog head surgery. We got to keep him company, Uh, make sure that he doesn't uh, get into things and play uh, too much.
0: Is he doing okay uh, so far still?
1: uh, Yeah, so far so good. Uh, He had to have a bit of his colon removed and then sewed together, and it's hard to get a dog to rest the way they're supposed to after that. Yeah. So I have to kind of have half an eye on him all the time.
0: Well, glad he's doing okay so far. I've been talking about it a bit this week. I forgot to bring it up, uh, on Tuesday when we were on together, but, uh, the Field of Streams podcast has moved to a new stream address. We've been okay. sharing with, um, the sleeper in the bust, uh, all season so far, which we really appreciate. Kind of helped us get on our feet and help people, uh, pay attention to us and check out the podcast, but, the way I've been saying it is we're finally moving out of mom's basement, moving off the couch, and uh, moving out on our own to our own uh, stream. We're still at Rotographs, obviously, but uh, we're going to have a new stream address. So if you are subscribed, you need to go join the, the new subscription address. Uh, we have our own iTunes page now, which is exciting. Um, but if you check out the post on Rotographs, or I'll be tweeting the links or uh just basically you know however you listen to podcast, search field of streams and you should be able to find us uh because starting next week uh we won't be showing up here on our regular stream anymore We're moving on over so hopefully we don't get tweets or people going hey where'd the show go still going <laughs> just moving out to our own place everything else will be the same so i don't know been saying that most of the week hopefully don't have I people wondering where- yeah so. I'm probably
1: one of the uh the rare users who uses it out the uh webpage.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know some people listen by computer, but I know uh we have a lot of uh commuters, so yeah. I iTunes, we have our own iTunes page and then you know, I listen by phone mostly for my podcasts and you know, if you search Field the Streams we should show up no matter how you listen. So um yeah, that's just our bit of housekeeping. Um other than that, yeah, we're looking at DFS picks for a big full Friday slate. Like most Fridays, uh there's just one early ish game is Chicago. It's actually the uh crosstown game. Yep. Uh, yeah, Chicago versus Chicago going on. Probably not gonna be in most of your slates. And then uh yeah, a bunch of evening games. So a lot to pick from all together. Uh so to get started, Brad. Where are you going at catcher today on Friday?
1: So, there's actually a good number of choices on every position today. Uh, mm-hmm. Catcher you know, yeah. sometimes is a little weak, and there isn't really that like, extremely awesome pick uh, to go with. Uh, Derek Norris is probably the closest thing against Johan Fland at mm-hmm. Colorado, and... I, I kind of like Fland. uh He's a solid pitcher. If he wasn't with the Rockies, I'd even probably try to use him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a little bit of a Jaime Garcia-type profile to him. But uh, that home park, it's uh, uh, just a killing blow for most pitchers, and uh, I think uh, that includes Fland And, of course, Norris, uh, good against left-handed pitching in general. Mm-hmm. And working out, of course, you can't ask for too much more.
0: Yeah. And that Rockies bullpen continues to be atrocious. I don't know if you saw the Mets Rockies game on Thursday, but they just looked, they just looked flat. Not only the bullpen. There's not much back there now. (laughs) Yeah, the whole team, you know, and even their closer came in and gave up a bunch of runs when they were down a bunch. So, um, yeah, I like Norris against Fland, and then I like him being able to just put up points later in the game, you know. So yeah, I like that for sure. I wrote down Hank Conger against Alfredo Simone. You're not ever hundred percent sure he's gonna get in the game, but if he does, uh he just kills righties. He has yeah. trouble with lefties, but I don't expect a whole lot of big mean lefties coming out of the Detroit bullpen to get him. Uh he should be fine for most of the game and Alfredo Simone is kinda cooled off. Um so I like him doing fine. I think the Astros can score runs against the Tigers there. Who else you got a catcher?
1: I agree with the Conger pick, and you can go with Jason Castro, too, if Conger's not in there. Yeah. But- uh, not as uh, high ceiling as Conger, but still a good pick uh, against Simone, who's been a little homer friendly this year. Yeah, he has. Especially yeah. lately. He started the year, uh, I think I marked it down yesterday, he had like, some like three home runs to his first nine games and nine home runs to his next nine. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, he's been giving them up lately. Mm-hmm. Other names to consider. Uh, I like Jonathan Lucroy against Adam Morgan. Yeah, uh, I wrote Philly. that. Uh, yeah. Lucroy's really cheap in addition to just having a very nice matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, games in Milwaukee, a good power park. And uh, like I mentioned, up against the lefty, he usually hits well against those.
0: Yeah, he. Not this year, but typically. And right. it's one of those things where you kind of got to believe in the talent more than the stats so far this year. I'm going to go like, with the
1: career numbers with him at this point.
0: Yeah, you should be able to do this, even if you haven't so far this year. I agree. Um And it's another team where the bullpen's pretty bad anyway. And Lucre is certainly capable of hitting righties also. So, yeah, I could see that for sure. The A's, I don't know if they've officially announced their starter, but it should be Brad Mills going mm-hmm. in Baltimore today, right?
1: That, that's what's showing right now. I don't know if it's official either. Uh, yeah. That's the talk. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Um, and that represents a good matchup. And even when it's unknown, it should still be a good matchup. So, if you feel confident about any, uh, Baltimore players, uh, it would be okay, uh, to go with them, including, uh, Matt Wheaters wouldn't be bad. I feel like, especially the switch hitter should be capable of, of doing what he needs to do. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a versus TBD or even versus Brad Mills. I assume you're not intimidated by Brad Mills.
1: No, I'm not. Uh, only concern with Weeders is that, uh, minor hamstring strain that he had. Yeah. Uh, sounds like maybe if he is in the game, it would be as like a DH. Yeah.
0: So you gotta, you gotta make sure that he's in there, you know, but, but if he's in there, I like that okay. And then, um, I also wrote down Russell Martin gets a Von Nova and Von Nova's fine. I don't think he's a real exploitable pitcher, but I could see Toronto doing okay against them you know? Oh yes. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to get him as part of that, that'd be fine. I also wrote Kyle Schwarber against Jeff Samarja, but that's in that early slate, early. It's not even a slate. It's in the early game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, if that's eligible in your format, go nuts. I see I'm doing fine. Um, probably not going to be, but, but he's worth mentioning as well. you have any yeah. catchers that I missed?
1: A uh, couple. Uh, you could take a look at Travis Darno against Jay Happ. Sure. Uh, Nice matchup against the lefty at in New York. Uh, n- nothing really big in the analysis department. Reasons to use him just a solid hitter against a kind of mid-tier pitcher. Yeah, uh, with the platoon advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar uh, circumstance. Uh, Stephen Vote against Ubaldo Jimenez. Okay. I'm not really too comfortable with Vote these days, but the ballpark has me interested. Uh, Camden Yards being great for left handed power, and uh, Vote still has some pop, even though he's running a little cold.
0: Yeah, and he's just driven his price down so much. Yeah, it it stinks he's 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 been cold, but yeah, I I agree. I'm still interested there.
1: And then one more guy, uh, very affordable. He's used Montero against Joe Kelly. Montero's Mm -hmm. been hitting well since he was recalled, Uh, hitting well all season, really, in AAA as well, and Joe Kelly's been pretty bad.
0: Yes, yes, he has. And. my main thing with Jesus Montero is he's still, like, 25 years old.
1: Right, he's, he's young.
0: He's had he's a ton so. of potential at one point, and he's not, like, 28. He's not 30. You know, it would not blow you away if all of a sudden he were able to... I don't know that he's ever going to live up to what people thought of as his upside, but I could see him being helpful, for sure. If he's catch eligible then great, you know.
1: Yeah. And to give you an idea of what he costs on DraftKings, it's 2600 which is a bargain price on FanDuel. It's pretty much unheard of for a startable guy in DraftKings.
0: Yeah, uh, I could see that for sure. I don't think that's crazy, especially going to Boston, who yeah. Joe Kelly's bad and the bullpen's bad. So the
1: bullpen's bad. you got the green monster in play for him. You yeah. get some doubles.
0: I like that, actually. That's a good cheap pick at catcher, because truth is there's a lot of options to pick from uh, on the day, places to spend your money elsewhere. Um, alright. How about first base? Weirdly enough, I agree. I have a bunch of options all over the field. Except first base is kind of shallow for me, which is not what you would expect.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a little odd. Um, a lot of the big names just don't have good matchups. They're platoon guys like Chris Davis who are facing a, in his case, a bad lefty, but still a lefty. Yeah. And that's enough to kind of scare you off that price tag. Uh, I really just have, I've noticed six names, two of them are on the same team. Uh That would be Eric Hosmer and Kendris Morales against Jared Weaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can take your pick of those. Uh, I think that's a, a fine place to go uh yeah. for a high floor, low ceiling type player.
0: Okay. Yeah, I agree. Weaver's just done at this point, right? Pretty much?
1: Yeah, I have trouble deciding what I want to think about Weaver. Part of him reminds me of a right-handed J.B. Moyer, and maybe he'll just keep going forever. At that like 4.5 ERA mm-hmm. slot, me uh, thinks it could just finally crack and break down uh, any time now. So we'll, we'll see over time what happens. Uh, but that Jamie Moyer profile is at least possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I'd also pay attention to the opposite in that game. Albert Pujols good. Yep. Danny Duffy. And I could see that going fine. Uh, we've said before, we don't love picking against the Royals just mostly because of the bullpen. You know, I don't see Danny Duffy doing great, and I like boot holes against him in those at-bats. And then after that, you're stuck with the Royals' bullpen, and I'm, I'm not as excited about that. And that could be half your at-bats. So, right. Um, it's okay. I, I wouldn't stay away, but I don't love it. Um, where else are you looking at first base?
1: A couple more options. Uh, Going back to Pujols real quick. The thing I like about him against Duffy is that the entire Angels lineup, for the most part, is really keyed in against fly ball pitchers, Mm -hmm. and Duffy definitely leans that way. Uh, So that could be an advantage for them. Uh, True. With the game at a pitcher-friendly park, that takes away some of that advantage. Uh, There's still some opportunity for value, and Pujols will probably be in the middle of that if good things happen. Yeah. Other first baseman I'd look at, uh, Paul Goldschmidt's driven down his price a little bit uh, from ridiculous to just high. Uh, yeah. He's 5200 on DraftKings, uh, even a little bit more affordable on FanDuel, where he's the fourth most expensive first baseman at $4,800. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's up against Julio Tehran. Uh, the game's in Atlanta. It's a decent matchup for him, uh, and being who he is... Uh, Definitely the top first baseman in the league in my opinion. Uh guy you can go after with a reasonable price tag, yep. even though it's still high.
0: Yeah, Tehran's not great. That bullpen's not great. I, right. They shouldn't have too much of a problem there. I also had Anthony Rizzo against Jeff Samarja, but again, that's that early game, probably not eligible for you. If it is, go nuts, right? No reason not mm-hmm. to like that. Yeah. None at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Those uh that early game will be available in the DraftKings cash games for the most part. Mm-hmm. Anything like a GPP, you won't be able to get that.
0: Yeah. Also, Matt and I talked about this guy the other day, but uh, do you like Clint Robinson for the Nationals if he gets in the game? It's a lefty bat, and he'll get Matt Cain in the evening.
1: Yeah, I don't mind him. He's an under-radar guy who's provided decent value all season.
0: Yeah. His problem is just finding his way in the lineup, especially right. now that more guys are healthy. But if he gets in there... Uh, he can be pretty useful. But, you know, and sometimes he slides in in the outfield also. But uh, if you wanted to go cheap at first base, I don't think you'd be crazy for that. Um, Any other first baseman for you?
1: I have one more low-cost guy we could think about. Uh, Ben Paulson against Tyson Ross. uh, He's named at Coors Field. Mm -hmm. Uh, Paulson's been hitting particularly well against righties this year. Uh, Has good numbers against ground ball pitchers, too. Uh, So it's a reason to think about using him. This year, it's a one thousand one hundred and seventy-two OPS against ground ball pitchers. Yeah,
0: that, that's a good number. That's there's
1: that's, a lot of bat in that, but still uh, worth considering.
0: And if you're gonna, you know, rely on your bat, uh course, field's a good place to do it. So, absolutely. Yep. All right. Um. So yeah, first base. That's those are some options that surprisingly shallow, I suppose, for this day. Uh, even though there'll be stuff to find. How about second base? I wrote down seven guys.
1: I have six here, and for the most part, they're on the lower end of the price spectrum, too, which works out well if you're trying to build some uh, expensive outfielders or want to use one of the better pitchers. Mm -hmm. Uh, The more expensive guy I have, and even he's not too pricey, is Ben Zobris against Jared Weaver.
0: Yeah, I could see that. He's always decent. I prefer him against lefties, but Mm -hmm. there's no reason he can't hit Jeff Weaver.
1: Right. It just seems like a matchup that could provide multiple hits. Uh, probably not power, uh, just another guy, like Hosmer and Morales, who's more of a high-floor, low-ceiling pick.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I had Jonathan Scope against mm-hmm. Oakland. It's a big prob- one. Probably Brad Mills. Jonathan Scope's been good lately. Um, oh, yeah. he's, he's actually been better against righties, but he's still very capable against lefties, and he'll have the platoon advantage. He is right-handed, and... That Oakland bullpen's also a mess, so I, th- I think he'll do okay. Uh I don't know. Uh Jonathan Scope has plenty of power and has always had power, but he's actually getting on base this year, which is making a difference for sure. Um So I like that. Uh, I have Robinson Cano against Joe Kelly. Robinson Cano showing signs of life. Uh, it's still not thrilling, but capable, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh The only concern there, and... Uh, it's not that big of a concern. Uh Brightfield and uh, Penway Park, not great for power, unless you really hook it down the line. Um, still more looking for extra base hits out of Cano and RBI.
0: Yep, yep, you can do fine. I have Neil Walker against Bartolo Colon. That's two fairly boring players, at least <laughs> fantasy-wise, uh, but also two that you can rely on. Okay, you know, I think Bartolo Colon is okay, but not... A guy to avoid, and I think Neil Walker is okay and can produce. So, uh, it's a boring pick, a steady pick that would do just fine. Um, Logan Forsyth is a little more interesting, and he gets Martin mm-hmm. Perez, and we talk about Logan Forsyth a lot on this podcast, but he hits lefties is the, I mean, he's been hitting everybody this year, but his real skill is hitting lefties, and Martin Perez is left handed, and most of that Rangers bullpen isn't that great, so. I could see uh, Forsythe doing well in Texas. Do you agree?
1: Yes, and he also shows up on those ground ball fly ball splits, too. Uh, Perez is a bit of a ground ball pitcher, and Forsythe likes those. Uh, his numbers are... Uh, he's got a 757 OPS against him, but yeah. once you toss in that uh, platoon advantage to it, looks a little better.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I like that. Uh, my last three real quicks. Cesar Hernandez gets Peralta, Peralta, uh, and... Chase Utley might be leaving soon to give him the full-time job, but they're finding ways for him to get in the lineup no matter what anyway. And uh I don't know. That's not exciting by any means. Willie Peralta is kind of like Bartolo Colon in that he's not terrible, but he's not great. So you can go ahead and pick against him. Um, I have Colton Wong against Tom Kohler. I think Tom Kohler can be a decent spot starter at home. Matt and I talk about him there. But when he's on the road, he, he's just always thrown strong home road splits in a bad way. So he's going to St. Louis and I think there's a lot of Cardinals that'll do fine against him, including Colton Long. And then uh my last one, uh the Dodgers have been getting Enrique Hernandez into the lineup. Um Justin Turner is back and it's gonna shake things up, but with Howie Kendrick out, looks like uh Enrique might get uh his fair amount of opportunities. And the Reds are sending out John Lamb, who's a left hander they got from the Royals. And he might be an interesting pitcher for sure, but it's his, you know, his first start, and he gets the Dodgers, and I think they'll do okay. And Enrique Hernandez likes to hit lefties. He's kind of a pretty decent utility guy, and he should be able to hit lefties, and should be able to hit the Reds. So that's a sneakier pick, but I could see that going okay. Um, That's my second base rundown. Brad, do you have anybody that I miss?
1: Uh, A couple, and uh, one that probably stands out. The most is uh, Ruben Odor versus Nate Carnes. Okay. Uh, nice fly ball pitcher at a good power park. They're playing in Arlington today. Uh, mm-hmm. Ruben has been hitting excellently since he was recalled. Uh, something like a high 800s OPS. Yeah, he's been and great. Anytime you can get that out of second base, it's excellent. And he's not too expensive today. 3500 on DraftKings. Uh, similarly cheap on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, other guy I would look at, you mentioned his teammate, uh, Cesar Hernandez, but Chase Utley, I'm back on board bandwagon. Uh, okay. Swing looks a lot better. Uh, I think he's back to being vintage Chase Utley, or at least uh, you know, recent vintage, uh, what we saw from him last year rather than uh, his career norms. But still a, a solid second baseman at a very low price right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to figure out which one's going to be in the lineup, if not both.
1: It probably will be both. They're using uh, Hernandez at shortstop a lot of the time uh, to keep him in the lineup, and they want Utley batting first to display him for trade purposes.
0: Yep, yep, for sure. Uh, Any other second baseman for you? Uh, That's it. Okay, yeah, there's plenty. Uh, Third base, I also have plenty. It looks like I have eight names, Uh, and I can try and run through those real quick again. Um, Alex Rodriguez gets David Price. If it were a smaller slate, I would think about it. I like him in Toronto. I like him against a lefty. But there's too many other options, I feel like, you know, to to feel good about picking against David Price. So Yeah, it's I get, a little scary. Yeah, I could see him doing okay, but there's just too many options, so I wouldn't buy in there. Um Kyle Seeger goes to Boston, gets Joe Kelly. Uh, Kyle Seeger is very capable. I, I don't know. I like these Mariners, especially the lefties going to Boston. I think he'll do fine. Um, I have Juan Uribe against J.A. Happ. Do you like Juan Uribe when he gets a lefty?
1: Yeah, I don't mind him in those conditions. Uh, he's a solid pick. Uh, kind of a little bit sneaky under the radar guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you decide third base is where you want to go cheaper, you can do that. Um, I like Evan Longoria against Martin Perez. He loves to hit lefties, and I think he'll do fine in Texas. That's, that's when Longoria is kind of worth banking on. That's when he gets lefties. You can go there. It's um, a
1: lefty in a power happy park.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Mike Moustakis gets a Weaver, and we're we're ready to pick on, on Weaver as well. So, uh, like we said, I think the Royals could do fine, score some runs on the Angels. Um, I have Luis Valbuena against Alfredo Simone. Gotta make sure he gets in the lineup, probably at first base. But if he does, he's either going to go over for four, or he might run into one. It's not a great on-base guy. The floor is low, is what you would say there. He's very capable of putting up a fat zero. Oh, yeah. But he's also very capable of running into one, so that would be okay. Um I have Matt Carpenter against Tom Kohler. Again, I like those Cardinals doing just fine against him. And if he's up near the top of the lineup, he could definitely get involved in some action there. And then uh I have Todd Frazier against Alex Wood. And Alex Wood is fairly capable, and Todd Frazier has been a little cold, but the truth is he pounds on lefties. So I like that matchup. Always got to kind of point out him when he gets a lefty. Oh, yeah, um, yeah that's my mat. yeah, that's my quick third base rundown. Um, <laughs> do you have any options at third base I didn't list?
1: Yes, I have two more. Uh, at the top of the pile, Manny Machado against Brad Mills. I uh, have to think he's probably one of the top picks at third base today. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in Baltimore good power park good for hits and then against Mills who's a pretty mediocre pitcher he got a pretty crappy bullpen following him probably get to that pretty early too uh, it's all lining up really well for Machado today
0: yeah absolutely that's i'm, I'm embarrassed to have not listed that
1: <laughs> and then the other guy you kind of mentioned him in passing at second base uh Justin Turner against mm-hmm. John Lamb uh, back in action after a leg infection, yeah, and uh, came back yesterday, Uh, we'll see how he performs, and we'll talk about John Lamb in a little more detail later, Uh, but he'll have the platoon advantage today.
0: Yeah, yeah, is that it for you at third base? Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of options, none of them jump off the page to me, I don't know that I have necessarily a favorite, I could pick one that I would pick, but I don't know that there's any must-do's
1: there. I would go with Machado if I have the money, or Longoria is more affordable if I yeah. don't have the money for Machado.
0: Yeah, and Seeger's boring, but capable. Um, and same with Carpenter. It's, it's, when you have that many options, I kinda tend to pick their last.
1: Mm-hmm. Go
0: fill out the rest of your lineup, and then figure out how much money you have, and then just go grab one at third base. Cause there's a lot of places to go. Um, I'd be a little more particular shortstop, even though I have six dams, which is plenty for shortstop as well. Um, you go ahead, where do you start at shortstop?
1: Sure, I also have six teams, and I didn't even really list the top guys, so you could always consider Carlos Correa, Troy Tulowitzki, or Jose mm-hmm. Reyes even, against uh, any kind of normal matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, today they all have solid guys they're going against. Uh, yep. Um,
0: they can-
1: I'll be in play.
0: I don't have Correa or Tulo written down. Not that I don't like them. I, I don't have that, though. Um, I did write Jose Reyes, though, in particular. Not only is he at home in Colorado, but he gets Tyson Ross. And Tyson Ross is capable, but the thing about him always is that he can't hold a runner to save his life. Right. And you get in value from that from Jose Reyes. Uh, so I like that a little bit more. It's not John Lester levels, but it's just about as bad. He, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's right up
1: there. Yeah, and I was gonna talk about that with Charlie Blackman in a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: he won't hold anybody. So if you like Jose Reyes, um, or you were leaning that way at all, I, I give him an extra boost today to steal some bases. If he gets on base against Tyson Ross, there's no reason he can't take off. Um, so I, he gets a little bumped from me today. Um, in terms of those top guys. Uh, where else were you going at shortstop?
1: Uh, I'll start with your favorite guy. Uh, one you mention every day, Johnny Peralta.
0: Sure. Uh,
1: up against Tom Kohler, mediocre mid-tier type pitcher. I'm not as concerned about the home road splits for him today just because we will be playing in St. Louis. And mm-hmm. I think the splits are more driven by park than uh, anything else, uh, Miami being a huge park. Uh, St. Louis is very big too. So that could work in Co- Kohler's favor, uh, give him more of a closer-to-home feel. Uh, still... He's definitely a guy you can exploit today. Yeah. Uh, just because that Cardinals lineup is solid top to bottom. A lot of good OBP OB guys. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, Jed Lowry against uh, Alfredo Simone. He's a little bit of a cheaper option to uh, Carlos Correa mm-hmm. uh, in that Astros lineup, and uh, he has solid power for a shortstop eligible guy. Yeah. Um,
0: He'll probably play at third base, but still very yes. capable of producing. Yes.
1: Definitely more valuable as a shortstop uh, for our DFS platforms. Certainly eligible there. Uh, One of the big picks today will be Xander Bogarts against Mike Montgomery.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: Anytime Bogarts gets a lefty, he's always batting the top of the lineup, uh, usually second or third these days. And then, uh, you know, he's got good platoon splits, too.
0: Yeah, he's been really good this year and kind of under the radar, partly because he just hasn't hit that many home runs, and that's kind of kept his... I don't, it, it's kept him under the radar. People haven't been paying attention that much. He has three home runs, which is disappointing, I suppose you would say. But his OPS plus is over 100. He's been better than average. And his OPS against lefties is 937. He's hitting 396 against lefties. Uh, of course a lot of that's bad driven, but he's also just a guy that hits lefties. And he only has one home run. So, uh, it's kind of tough. He, he's not, you know, hitting for more power. But he's young, and I think people are, are thinking that's going to come. He's still only 22. Uh, he's going to be an interesting guy next year. But, you know, if you're hitting that well against lefties, even without the power, I I like, you know, you got to like that against Mike Montgomery. I like that for sure.
1: On the other side of that matchup, I don't mind Brad Miller against Joe Kelly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Miller's a... Uh low-average guy, decent OBP, uh, some power, some speed. Usually very affordable, and that's the case today, and that's one of the reasons why he'd probably consider using them.
0: Yep. Yeah. And
1: then the two other guys I have, uh, both sides of that Dodgers-Reds game. Uh, mm-hmm. So Jimmy Rollins up against the lefty, John Lamb. Uh, Rollins has had a tough season he's been hitting well lately and he's hit well against lefties all season so that's uh, a reason to consider using him he got uh the recent performance and then uh, got a lefty on the hill yeah and on the other side of that matchup uh, Eugenio Suarez against Alex wood
0: yeah I, I wrote him down when was hoping we talk about him
1: yeah he, he's a, he's a good hitter and I, he's I'm got some pop
0: trying to bring myself to, to believe it you know I've been seeing it and he didn't have the reputation, but he keeps hitting.
1: Well, he's always been viewed as a bit of an offense-first uh, shortstop.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: kind of uh, you know, maybe down the road, fits into a Johnny Peralta-type uh, role uh, as he develops. We'll see if he gets anywhere near that. But that's kind of the, the roadmap that people would like to see out of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like I say, he's got some pop, uh, decent average. Uh, i talked to Dan Farnsworth about his swing. He likes the swing, uh, says it should uh, play well over time. Um, so, there's a bunch of factors in his favor. Uh, the matchup's just kind of iffy. Uh, Woods, hard to get a handle on this year. He's had some ups and downs. Uh, still could work out very well today. And he's coming off a big day yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good that he's left-handed, though. I like that for Suarez. I had him written down. It's, you know, he keeps hitting. You know, as long as he keeps hitting, you're kind of forced to believe. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I have for today. Okay.
0: Uh yeah, I had a lot of those. The only two I had you didn't uh Jung O'Gung gets Bartolo Cologne. I that's wish well. he yeah, I wish he had a left hander, but there's no reason you can't hit him. He's been good. He's been batting in the heart of that order. And then uh Gene Segura gets Adam Morgan, and that's righty on lefty for him. And so if you want him to run like crazy and pick on the Phillies, I could see him do okay there. But like the other positions today, there's a lot of places to go at shortstop, which is refreshing because it's not always the case. Yeah. Okay. And then um Outfield, I have approximately a million names. <laughs> I don't know how many you got. Um I
1: tried to ratchet down as much as I could.
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright. We're going to do thumbs up, thumbs down. I'll just uh try and go down mine real quick and you tell me, you know, if it's a, a place you'd think to go or not. I got Billy Burns at Ubaldo Menez. Would you like that at all?
1: Today probably not as much as uh it would other days. Uh on its own, sure. Mm-hmm. But looking at the other outfielders that are available to me, I, I wanna go with someone with power, I think, at yeah. this position.
0: Better places to go. Okay, I have all three Boston Red Sox outfielders, Hanley Ramirez, Rusnay Castillo, Mookie Betts, getting Mike Montgomery, a bunch of right handed guys. Any mm-hmm. of them stick out to you?
1: Uh, I like uh, Castillo the most right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, uh, is Hanley back in action today?
0: Uh, I believe so. I okay. cannot confirm that. I can I can check for you. Uh, he's been yeah. a frustrating guy, but if, if he's in, obviously check your lineups. You should always check your lineups. But if he's back, I like him.
1: Yeah, he's been out for a few days now, and there was thought of him getting back... Wednesday, even Thursday. It uh, yeah. doesn't look like he got in either day, so that's uh, probably back today if, with, at this rate.
0: With this many options, that's enough of a reason to avoid them. Again, you can be very picky today, so uh, don't use him when he's coming right back from injury, so that's a good point. Okay, how about uh, Nelson Cruz at Joe Kelly?
1: Uh, Cruz is fine. Uh, he's another guy, I think, uh, who's banged up with something. I'm trying to remember what it was.
0: Uh, he uh, had neck spasms the other day.
1: Oh, right. That's what it was.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and uh, yeah, so if he's back in the lineup, uh, great power bat. Yeah. Uh, good park for him uh, with the green monster in play. Uh, yeah. Just a matter of playing.
0: Yeah. Confirmed that he's back in. Could do fine. How about Yoannis uh, Cespedes against J.A. Happ? Righty on lefty.
1: Yeah, I like that one. Uh, yeah. Good. Just straight platoon match. Cespedes uh, Sus- puts the ball in play, uh, kind of like... Uh, Adam Jones in that regard, he's going to swing and hit things, uh, not really going for walks.
0: Yep. Um, on the other hand, not the platoon advantage, but Andrew McCutcheon getting Bartolo Cologne.
1: Yeah, another one I don't mind. McCutcheon's been good since a kind of slow start to the season, yeah. and that's allowed him to fly under radar a little bit.
0: Yep. Um, I also had a guy with platoon advantage, two of them, that I think is actually important. Julio Teran struggles with lefties. So Ender Inciarte or David Peralta, who I've actually liked a lot recently. Do you like either of them in that matchup?
1: Yeah, especially Peralta. He's a another guy who's under the radar just because of his background more than anything. Kind of wasn't in baseball for a while. Yeah, Uh, came back as like a twenty six year old and just flew through the minors. Yeah, and since he wasn't a prospect, yeah, people still aren't really in on him that much.
0: He's hitting like 300. He has some power, a little bit of speed that kind of does it all. He's not, yeah. you know, a star, but he's very capable of producing. He's nice, a
1: well-rounded average player.
0: Yeah, and Julio Tehran is just plain struggled with lefties. So yeah. I, I like either of them getting him. Um, here's one I like, a little under the radar. Desmond Jennings is back. Should be making his uh, his return on Friday. And yep. he gets Martin Perez. I'm a little nervous about getting a guy in his first game back after a while, but he likes to hit lefties. And yeah, uh, we should be able to do that. So I like Desmond Jennings uh, in Texas. Do you like that at all?
1: Yeah, he's very cheap too. Uh, Thirty one hundred on DraftKings. Uh, always hard to get guys that cheap on that site where you can actually expect some production out of them. Uh, so I don't mind rolling the dice with him, uh, especially on DraftKings.
0: Next to my list, Mike Trout against Danny Duffy. Platoon advantage. You know. In- no reason not to like Mike Trout. Uh the again against the Royals and their bullpen is not as exciting though, right?
1: Right. Uh I, I still like Mike Trout a lot today, and Cole Calhoun as well. Mm-hmm. Uh mentioned that the uh, Angel Stack really geared in for fly ball pitchers. Uh so anyone who's really up against uh Uh, Duffy should work well. Uh, Calhoun obviously won't have the platoon advantage. He's not great against lefties, but he's still usable. Yeah, And uh, his price has been driven down a little bit.
0: Yep, yep. Ryan Braun gets Adam Morgan. That's a platoon advantage for him. You okay with that?
1: That's a big one today. Uh, He's a good guy against fly ball pitchers. Morgan seems to be a fly ball pitcher. Uh, So he should be a big play, Braun, Uh, 918 OPS against flatball guys, and also likes lefties. Yep.
0: Um, How about Chris Davis also?
1: Yeah, Chris Davis is a a solid play today. Uh, Yeah.
0: Not as exciting as Braun Not as
1: exciting at all. Uh, I I had big hopes for him this season, and just, I mean, obviously missed a lot of time, but even before that wasn't really hitting the way I thought he would. Uh, He looked really good in spring training and early in the season, and just kind of, you know, lost his feel for it a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I have Odabel Herrera against Willie Peralta again. Willie Peralta's not really a guy I really try to exploit, but he's also not that good. So you see that going okay.
1: That, that could be a nice under the radar play. Yeah, uh, Odabel's a strange hitter. I'll say um, if you watch him, very very aggressive, very pole oriented. All of his better hits are going to come to right field. Uh, so there's. A few things that are you know, worrisome in his profile, things you can uh, probably exploit as an opposing pitcher, and that causes me to be a little leery about trusting him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a slam dunk. How about uh, Michael Brantley getting Trevor May?
1: I like that one a lot. Brantley's yeah. been hitting well lately. Yeah. Uh, looks to be feeling a little bit better, perhaps. Uh, only he could tell us, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you're trying to read between the lines, uh, solid play lately has me... Uh, pretty bullish about him.
0: Yep. Um, I have Preston Tucker against Alfredo Simone.
1: Yeah, I like that one too.
0: Sure, not much to say there. Should do fine. Um, We were going to talk about earlier, you mentioned uh, Charlie Blackman getting Tyson Ross. Same with Jose Reyes. If he's going to run, it's a good guy to run on.
1: Yes, uh, great guy to run on. Uh, He's right up there with the worst in terms of holding runners. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez is also a good play today. Sinker bowlers in general, uh, risky yeah, Coors Field. Uh, you, you think you want to ground ball pitchers at Coors? Uh, the issue is that the uh, the altitude actually affects the pitch movement too. Yes, I uh, think so that's... these guys are trying to pound the bottom of the zone and just leave it up a little too high. Sinkers yeah. are just terrible pitches if they're left even just an inch too high. Yeah, uh, easily the most hittable pitch out of uh, any normal repertoire.
0: I think that's an underrated aspect of the problems at Chorus Field is a lot of people think, oh, the park's not that big or, oh, the ball flies real hard. It's like, yeah, it also doesn't break. And that causes a lot of problems, especially with sinkers. That's a, that's a very good point. Uh, so yeah, I can see Charlie Blackman doing well, getting on base. And then once he does, uh, running like crazy. Um, Carlos Gonzalez deserves a mention based on his insane second half. Uh, it's up to an advantage for him, and just, he's just been Vintage too good. Cargo. Yeah, he's been too good to ignore. So if you can afford him, uh, go ahead and get him in there. Um, on the flip side, Justin Upton and Matt Kemp get your boy, Johan Flande, uh, that's righty-on-lefty for them, and they should do okay there, yeah?
1: Yeah, they should. Uh, should be very popular picks tonight, too. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, probably a reason maybe to think about other options. Uh, yes. Especially if you're not doing a cash game or 50 50 type format. Yeah. Uh, but still, very good picks. Uh, hard to go in another direction. Uh, that saber sim tool that's shown up on the site lately, you may have noticed, uh, really mm-hmm. likes them tonight as well. Yeah. Uh, so, another reason why they'll be both popular and useful.
0: Yeah, just remember you can be picky on this day. So, mm-hmm. find ones you really like for sure. Uh, my last two names, Yusil Puig gets John Lamb which is, you know, a platoon advantage that that's helpful for him, and we'll talk about John Lamb here in a bit, um, but there's no reason he can't do well. And then last, uh, best known uh Bryce Harper gets Matt Cain, and there's no reason not to like that either. Uh, he's getting over his knee thing. Obviously, he stole a base on Thursday, so he's got to be at least okay. You'd think so. Um, but, yeah, uh, no reason not to like Bryce Harper there, right?
1: Yeah, no, I would definitely consider Bryce Harper today. And his price has come down a little bit. Um, As long as you feel all right about the injury, we can go forward with him.
0: Yep. Um, Okay, so thanks for putting up with my long outfield (laughs) rundown and chiming in. Who do you have that I missed there?
1: Uh, I think Jose Bautista is probably the big name that's been missed. Uh, Mm -hmm. OPS over 1,000 against ground ball pitchers up against Ivan Nova. Yeah. Just a great matchup for him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Could do well. Not the platoon advantage, but I'm not sure that matters too much.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not a big deal with Batista. And then uh, I like Adam Jones against Brad Mills. Uh, Jones has been... He, he's a guy I've been meaning to talk about in a little more detail on the grind. Because mm-hmm. he... Bo- both this year and last year, he spent part of the season up at like a 4400 FanDuel price. And part of the season like right around 3000 or below. Right. And... When you're getting that low price tag, he's not any different hitter at, during these times. It's just he hasn't had that 4-RBI day lately Right. or uh, just uh, the two-home run day.
0: Has a natural uh, so, fluctuation.
1: Yeah, he's still the exact same hitter. He's not a streaky guy like Jay Bruce, or at least not nearly as much so. Uh, so when he's got that low price tag, I like to fit him in my lineups.
0: Yep, absolutely. I like that for sure. And yeah, now's as good a time as ever to go with them, especially with that Oakland's, you know, uh, pitching staff being such a mess mm-hmm. right now. So, yeah, cool. Should be a good game for him. Yep. Uh, and any that, other uh, outfielders for you?
1: Yeah, a couple more to run down, uh, just real quick. Jason Hayward against Tom Kohler, Platoon sure. Advantage against Mediocre Guy, uh, Scott Van Slyke, uh, I think he's, uh, Healthy and back in action, he's mm-hmm. up against a lefty against John Lamb. He has to and crack then, that lineup,
0: but if he yeah, does, yeah, the
1: lineup, but he usually does against a lefty. Yeah, and then uh, Marlon Byrd against Alex Wood, another platoon advantage. Pick. I like
0: that actually. Yeah, I was talking about the other day how Marlon Bird has like very quietly hit nineteen home runs or so, and actually yeah. had like a terrible month of April, and it has been pretty good since. And uh, missed a
1: chunk of time too.
0: Yeah. He's been quietly pretty good. So I like that. That's a, that's a good pick. Especially when he gets a lefty. So, yeah. Good, good call on Bird. I actually like that. I am, I'm, it's another one I'm embarrassed I didn't have. It's <laughs> not flashy, but he's very capable.
1: Yeah. Nice uh, value play.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, and then let's go with pitchers. There's less options. It's such a hitter heavy day. There's less mm. pitching options, but out of 14 games, there's places to go. And if you have that 15th game, you can go Kyle Hendricks with the White Sox. I like that okay. Um, And he wouldn't even be crazy to go Samarja Even though he's not that inspiring But the Cubs have their issues against right ace But aside from those two What do you like uh, in terms of pitching for this day?
1: I'm not too keen on most of the guys Uh, So there's four aces that you can pick from Uh, Those being Max Scherzer He's Mm -hmm. at at San Francisco against the Giants Uh, Ballpark's nice for him uh, not so nice as the Giants lineup, which is solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stilts back Scherzer, I think you can use him without any real regrets. Right. Uh, David Price against the Yankees, uh, it's a little iffier. He had one really strong outing against him recently. Uh, they battered him twice earlier this season, uh, so there's you know at least recent precedents for them hitting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little more risky for your money. Uh, Dallas Keuchel against the Tigers uh, There's still a lefty mashing lineup Even though yeah. it's Keuchel and he's a good pitcher And he yeah. neutralizes the platoon splits Still some concern
0: I wrote they're second in WRC plus Against yes, lefties this year yeah. and
1: Toronto's off in their own world yeah. Against lefties and then there's the Tigers
0: Yeah and I don't think they're I mean that's for the year and they're banged up And so I don't think that's you know Their true talent right now But that's right. still high yes. enough to chase me away I yeah. You know, maybe they're actually top ten instead of top two. I don't care. Like, I like Dallas Keuchel. I think you can do fine, but you don't want to pay full price in that matchup.
1: Yeah. And the other ace would be Corey Kluber against the Twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, my opinion would be to say go Scherzer or Kluber if you can afford them. Yeah. And then my affordable picks, uh, Jaime Garcia against the Marlins. Uh, yep. Should just be an easy matchup for him. Very weak lineup. Yeah, uh, He's not allowing hits whatsoever. Has walked eight guys in his last two starts, which is a bit of a concern.
0: I think uh, uh, you'll be surprised. They're fifth in WRC plus against the lefties, but that's yes. another one where like, I don't buy that. You know, And without I'll,
1: Stanton in the lineup. Yeah. You know, it's, a lot of that's, of that's Giancarlo. <laughs> yeah.
0: I you just look at the lineup and who scares you against lefties? It's Martín Prado. Is the big <laughs> righty bat? Yeah. I yeah no. Go with Jaime. He'll be fine.
1: And then the other guy I would consider is Robbie Ray against the Braves.
0: I like uh, that a lot. That's be actually a solid
1: matchup for him as well.
0: Yep, that's my field of streams picks for for Friday is is Robbie Ray. I think he'll do fine there. Absolutely. They're twenty seventh against lefties, and yeah. a lot of that is with Freddie Freeman. You know, so. They'll be okay, for sure. I like Robbie Ray. I would use him almost as my main pitcher on this day. I think he's going to be cheapish and gives you a lot of money for all those hitter picks that we had. Yeah. Uh, I like it's, that if you don't want to go with an ace.
1: 7000 on FanDuel and 7500 on DraftKings. So so yeah. very affordable on both sites.
0: Yep, yeah, you could do fine. Um, any other pitchers take out to you? Uh,
1: we can talk about John Lamb, a guy who... Based on his minor league numbers, you probably think would be a a nice pick today. Uh, Mm -hmm. I did some poking around. uh, So he has a 2.67 ERA on the year with 9.5K per nine and 2.9 walks per nine over 111 innings. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's good. That looks very good. When I consulted uh, Kylie McDaniel and his scouting takes, uh, sees him more as a fifth starter or even a long man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's... A little less encouraging, yeah. Uh, especially for a guy with results like this, you want to see uh, you know better expectations. Uh, the issue, in McDaniel's opinion, would be uh, the stuff. Uh, it's improved, but none of his pitches really rate as above average, and uh, some of his offerings are even slightly below average. Uh, so he's gotten good results out of them in the minors, but that might not translate against major league pitching
0: yeah one I'm of those kidding. things where you want to go with the uh the scouts over the stats
1: yeah yeah so i'm I'm wary about using him today uh, yeah that that saber sim tool likes him a lot uh translating those minor league numbers to the majors uh, it's he's extremely cheap if you want to throw the dice uh, just very risky play
0: I trust Kylie. He's a smart guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. And making your debut at Dodger Stadium is not that friendly. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to build a stack around that just to go cheap and really load up on hitters and hope that he makes his way through a decent start, you're not crazy. But I just wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket today, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Diversify at the very least. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, do you like Nate Carnes going to Texas?
1: Uh, I don't really like that park for him. Uh yeah. Definitely worry about the uh the smaller field. I like Carnes a lot at home. Uh pretty much any other park he goes to, uh you know, the whole AL East is hitter friendly aside from Tropicana. Yeah, And then uh you know, Arlington, uh good park for power. Yeah. He's a fly ball pitcher. It just it doesn't line up well for me.
0: Yep. Um, the only other name I wrote down is David Price gets the Yankees in terms of aces and uh, the problem is that they mash on lefties, too. They're fourth in WRC Plus against lefties, and it's in Toronto. He's good enough. I could see him doing fine, for sure. But, again, if you're going to pay for an ace, you don't like that. I don't know why you'd go with David Price when you could go with Corey Kluber or Max Scherzer. Uh, I, li- I like them more, for sure. So, my favorite picks are Kluber, Garcia, Robbie Ray, probably, on this day.
1: Yeah. And... Just an interesting note about prices. Uh, of the four aces, Kluber's the cheapest on Giraffe Kings, uh, but he's the most expensive on FanDuel. so hmm. uh, take your pick on the sites.
0: Yeah, he's probably one of my favorites, but yeah. Okay, uh, any other pitchers for you before we get out of here?
1: Uh, that's really it. Uh, there's other guys you can try, but I wouldn't trust them, that's yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, stock up on uh, a lot of hitters to pick from. Places to get there. Um, Another tiny bit of housekeeping. Matt and I usually do our Field of Streams picks for the weekend on Friday, and he submitted them. Go through those real quick. Uh, On Saturday, I'm taking Chris Bassett in Baltimore. He's put up a bunch of quality starts. It's not a great matchup for him, but I'm kind of believing in him. And Matt is taking Colby Lewis at home versus Tampa Bay. Um, On Sunday, I have Taylor Youngman going to Philadelphia. Hoping that last start was just a blip on the radar. And Matt's trust in Henry Owens at home versus Seattle, which uh, I like okay, too. So I want to put those on the record. Those are going in the sheet for us, uh, the guys we're, we're banking on. Um, yeah, Brad, you got anything else today before we get on out of here?
1: I think that about covers it.
0: Yeah, there was a lot to talk about, and uh, we got through a lot of places to go. I You could build a few stacks if you wanted to. If you're one of those people that do multiple uh multiple lineups. Uh there's a lot of places to get creative with hitters. It's kind of a fun day. Um which is refreshing because earlier this week there were not a lot of options at times. Um, that were some something days. Yeah. So uh yeah, hope you guys uh join us on the, the new Field of Streams uh stream, I guess you would say. Uh, it's not gonna be any different. You're just changing your bookmarks essentially. Um I'll be over there. We'll all be over there. The show will go on as normal. Um, Brad is on Twitter at baseball Team, and he writes all over the place, including here at Rotographs, a lot of DFS stuff. And uh, I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS, and we like to hear from you guys. Uh, good luck with your picks. Hope uh, your Friday stacks go well, and also your weekend. Hope your weekend's good. Um, other than that, we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Field Stream.